Fiercely Flipping 50 is a premier podcast for high-achieving midlife women who know a great life doesn't happen by accident. It's something we create. If you've accomplished a lot in your life, but you need a little extra confidence and courage to achieve that next big dream, or maybe you're not sure that's possible for you in midlife and beyond, either way, this podcast is for you. In each episode, Certified Life and Health Coach Janelle J teaches you how to overcome fear, self-doubt, your own self-critical thoughts, and social conditioning so you can let go of anxiety and insecurity and boost your courage and confidence to get what you want in this next and possibly best part of your life. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Happy to be here today recording this podcast for you. Supposed to be getting a little winter weather this weekend, and we are headed to go get a Christmas tree tomorrow, which is so super fun. I love getting the Christmas tree. So let's dive in. Today's topic is how to take more action. I think for all women, I've worked with and for myself there's a point on the journey toward the goal that we want where we find ourselves stuck or feeling paralyzed like it feels like we just can't take action that we want to take and it's so frustrating it feels like it's happening to us you have all these great ideas and you dream of all the possibilities and you get excited and are motivated and then poof it's gone You've lost your motivation to do it. This, in fact, was even happening with me this morning. It doesn't matter if it's a goal of exercise or planning meals or sticking to the plan. It doesn't matter if it's taking action to build your business, to get out there and talk to people, to write some content and create value for your people. It doesn't matter if you're on a search for a new job or being more patient and loving with your family. When you aren't taking action in the area of your life that you want to be, it all comes down to the same reason. And that, of course, is how you're thinking about it. I think this is so great, again, because if it's our own thinking, that means that we have control over it. It's not dependent on anyone or anything outside of you. And you start taking action you want to take. And in this episode, I'm going to show you how to do that. So we've talked about, not last week, but the week before, one of the primary coaching tools I use, which is the model. And the first line of the model is the circumstance line. The world and our lives are made up of circumstance, circumstances that happen, right? Facts that happen outside of us that we can't control. Things like our past or other people or things like your car breaking down or your boss firing you or COVID or some other thing that you had no control over. Things you can't control that are facts are circumstances. 
And the rest of the model is composed of our thoughts, feelings, actions, and results about that specific circumstance. These are things we can totally control. They're things that are in our power to control. It's really easy to believe that the circumstances are in our control, but truly other adults are never in our control, nor is the past, like it's over and done with, and the world in general is not in our control. Politics are not in control, our control, whether my partner decides to take out the garbage or not, is not in my control. I can't control him, but he's really great at that. So that was probably not an example I should use. Anyway, it's also to think, easy to think that our thoughts aren't in our control because they happen so quickly. And believe me, when I was on the phone with AT&T earlier this week, and my thought, your customer service sucks, it for sure didn't feel like that thought was in my control. It just seemed to fly into my brain like it just happened. But the fact is that thought, all of our thoughts are in our control. We just have to stop and notice, right? And again, it's great news because taking responsibility for our thoughts means we never have to be a victim of the circumstance. There's nothing more self-deprecating than living in victimhood, right? And being able to control your thoughts is so important because all of our thoughts create a feeling and every action we take in our life is because in some way we believe it's going to make us feel better. Okay, We're either doing something because we want the feeling of doing it or having it or we're doing something because we're trying to avoid something else, a different feeling. So just stop and think for a minute of something you wanted, want today. Maybe you want to listen to this podcast because you want the information so you can feel better and become more empowered in your life. And I wanted to turn up the air conditioner Maybe if you live somewhere warm, you want to turn up the air conditioner, okay, so that you can feel better. I wanted to turn up the heater so I could be warmer. Now, I know some of you are probably thinking you don't want to go to work today to feel better because work makes you feel crappy, but you did because it feels good to get paid, right? You did it because you didn't want to feel bad if you got fired, or got the paycheck and didn't have the complete pay. Remember, everything you want is because of the feeling. The feeling that you think you will have in getting it, or the feeling you think you will have or will avoid in not getting it. Now, some of our feelings are also important because our feelings are also important because they drive our actions. They are the fuel for our actions. So when you say you aren't motivated to take action, it's because of the way you feel. That feeling of unmotivated or the feeling of fear or stuck is driving the action of being in inaction. 
It's what has you take the action of eating or watching TV or working for more hours or whatever it is you're doing instead of taking the action you want to be taken. And here's the final piece. Your actions are creating your results, right? It always begins with a thought and that thought shows up in our results. But if we're not taking any action, we can't get any results. My dog's having a dream. I got to wake her up. Sorry, she gets in the stream state sometimes and then she like acts like she's chasing something and she probably is in her dreams. Anyways, um, so your feelings are what drive your actions and your actions create results, right? But those results always tie back to your thinking and your feeling. So you can totally see why taking the time to figure out what you're thinking is useful and important. When you really start becoming aware of your thinking, when you really start watching your mind with grace and not criticism or judgment, and this takes a little practice because we are all becoming the observers of our mind, then you can start choosing what you want to think instead of letting your thinking be on default, letting it happen to you, believing that it's just happening to you. You can choose whether you want to keep the thoughts you're thinking or create new ones, but you have to have the awareness of what you are actually thinking first. You have to graduate your thinking from being in default and just happening to you to being on purpose, to stopping and saying, wait a second, what am I thinking? And when you get to this place, you will really be able to see how your thoughts created the feelings, which created the action you took, and ultimately why you have the results you have. Oh, do you hear her dreaming? I can wake her up. Hey, you. All right, there we go. I think she's awake. Just never know what's going to happen when you're recording a podcast, right? Okay. So it can make you want to change all of your thinking instantly when you start noticing your thoughts. So just know it's really common. When we start to see our mind, we feel and see the impact of our negative thinking that we're having that we didn't even realize before. So have some compassion. It would be impossible to catch every thought because we have over 60,000 thoughts a day. And because you have never directed your mind and told it what to think, it's been thinking lots of old thoughts from your past. Right? Lots of old thoughts that we just figured were the truth and created all those old beliefs and paradigms that you have. So when people start looking at their thoughts and decide to, that doing this is, they kind of decide that doing this is a really bad idea because it gets uncomfortable when we start noticing our thinking and it can cause pain within that feeling. So they just want to go back to the way they always thought which is also painful, right? 
but it doesn't feel as uncomfortable because it's who we've always been. But what does what this does is prevent you from creating the change that you want that empowers you to move forward with your goals. When we try to change our actions without changing the thought or the feeling that's driving the action, you're going to struggle because you're going to have to work against that feeling and that thought that's creating that feeling. If my thought is I need to lose 20 pounds because I'm fat and I look bad, I'm probably feeling disgust or disappointment in myself. And from that feeling, it might lead me to take action of seeking out a quick fix diet. Or maybe it leads to the action of sitting on the couch with a half gallon of ice cream. But the result is that I'm still feeling fat and miserable, right? However, if I'm able to get to see that old pattern of thinking and say, wait a minute, I can be kind to myself. I can think differently about this and get different results. I might think something like, I'd feel amazing if I lost 20 pounds. And then I might feel inspired. And the action I would take would to, wouldn't be to eat the ice cream on the couch It might be to go for a walk or find support through a coach or join the gym or create an exercise or a eating plan. Okay. The reason change and taking action is so hard is because we try to change how much we are eating or try to commit to exercising or we try to stop procrastinating or we try to put ourselves out there without changing the thought and the feeling that is driving that thing that we're doing. So just yesterday, I was helping someone in their business, um, and they were doing some marketing. And they said they had all of these great ideas, but taking the action just felt impossible. Her thought was, this is hard. She had a thought that What will other people think? Other people aren't going to think this is good. And all those actions were keeping her from taking the actions she wanted to take, from doing the, implementing the ideas that she had created for herself. She was finding herself stuck, right? Just like we talked at the beginning and frustrated because she really wants to grow her business and she's just feeling like, She can't do it like it's happening to her. But the thoughts she's thinking are creating the emotion. They're creating the lack of confidence. She's feeling unconfident. She's feeling self-doubt, right, from her thoughts. And ultimately, she's getting the result of not creating what she wants to in her business, So really look at those thoughts you're having. When you can really see the thoughts you're having now that's causing you to not take action, then you can make the changes. But you also have the choice to stay stuck or to procrastinate, right? And from there, you can see the feeling it creates within you. 
you can understand why you're not getting the results. Now, when you change the thought and feeling, then changing the action becomes so much easier. When we are finding that success is coming easily and we're able to take action, it's because we're thinking thoughts that created feelings that are motivating, that are inspiring, that are exciting, that are fun, right? Those are the best kind of feelings to create from. I bet you can think of someone who has been a longtime smoker and has tried to quit over and over. Then they might get the diagnosis brought on by a diagnosis brought on by their smoking. And almost instantly they were motivated to quit. The only thing that changed was their thinking. The thought, I'm going to die, created a new feeling that drove them to a new action that created the result of them successfully quitting. Now that's an extreme answer or extreme example, but I used it because this is what happens every day in our life. We're like, why can't I do this? Why am I not getting this result? Why am I feeling so stuck? Why isn't this working? And it's always leading back to our thoughts and our feelings, right? When we start to understand why we're doing something or not doing something, we can understand why we are taking or not taking the action. And then we can decide to change those patterns of thoughts and feelings and change the actions more easily. So let me give you an example from my own life. Several years ago, I wanted to create a morning routine. I always felt better when I exercised. I had more energy. I loved knowing I was taking care of me. I liked that it made me feel strong and that it cleared the cobwebs out of my mind. Those were all thoughts that created the feeling of motivation in me to create an exercise routine in my morning before I started the rest of my day. So I'd start an an exercise routine and pretty soon I'd start having thoughts that it was too hard. I was too tired. I couldn't get up. I think I need to sleep. I'm not a morning person. I'll do it later. I hate routines. I'm not sure why I even exercise at all. And all of these thoughts created the feeling of apathy. And then the action of sleeping instead of the action of getting up and exercising. When I started thinking thoughts like, I've already decided I'm getting up, I felt determined and that drove me to take the action of getting up, putting on my exercise clothes and shoes right then and jumping into the workout. I got the results of creating a daily exercise routine for myself because I got in the habit of watching my mind and creating thoughts and feelings that would get me the result. And you know what? I still have that routine today. I walk every morning. I do weights four times a week. And sometimes in between, I Zumba. But the morning routine part has been successful because I created the thoughts that developed it. Now, there's still some times when I'm like, I do not feel like working out today. 
right? And my new thought for that is I'm unavailable for less than four workouts a week. And so when my brain starts telling me that, I'm just like, I'm unavailable. I'm unavailable for that story. I'm unavailable for I'm tired. I'm unavailable for I didn't sleep well last night. I'm unavailable for all of it. And I get to the workout, right? Now that sounds a little bit like willpowering, but I'm noticing the thoughts that are creating me not wanting to do it. And I'm thinking I'm unavailable for less than four workouts a week on purpose. When we stop entertaining negative thoughts and choosing new ones that feel true in your body, I created the feeling that drove me forward. Okay. It's really important to understand how the whole process works for you to before you just jump into challenge changing a thought. Remember, you are noticing the current thought without judging it. You're just playing away with around with it. Sometimes it's even fun to poke holes in the thoughts. Like, is this true? Right? We use questions to poke the holes. Is this true? Is this 100% true? What else could be true instead? Those are some great questions to just poke holes in those negative thoughts. But you can't really change a thought. You can't change a thought until you understand why you're having the thought. Until you understand that it's the thought creating the feeling. Right? It's not the circumstance was never the circumstance of my workout creating me being tired. It was my thinking. Okay. You're trying, sometimes we think that when we just think a new thought right away, it's like an affirmation. And I've used this analogy before that it's just like putting sauerkraut on ice cream. It's not a fit. Okay. We shove it under the rug really quick. And it actually makes it harder to choose new thoughts that really stick. And what I mean by stick is that you have an emotional connection to your thought. Because that remember, that emotion is going to drive the actions you take. When we come from compassion, love, grace, understanding, that will ignite change. Change never sticks when it comes from judgment and being mean to yourself. So this requires some commitment because you're always going to have thoughts to notice and to decide if you want to keep or not keep, if you want to keep moving forward towards your goals. All of this really is what coaching is about. It's about finding our patterns of thinking, finding our patterns of emotions, and why we think and feel like we do. And when we discover that, change is so much easier. This is why having a coach is so useful because coaches help us see the parts of our brain we can't because we're too close. This work doesn't require you to go back in your past to create the change you want now, but it does require you to practice. It does require commitment and patience because we're always going to have thoughts when it comes to anything in your life, asking yourself why you're doing something that you're doing, why you're feeling the way you're feeling, the answer will always be a thought. And that is
is the best way to get to know what's going on inside your mind. Because what's going inside your mind is what will determine how you feel, act, and the results you get. So practice this. It will determine if you stay in an action or if you take action on those big goals and dreams. And I know deep down that you want to be taking action. All right. If you have considered hiring a coach, I would love to be your coach. If you'd like my eyes on your brain so you can get back into action and out of fear or confusion or self-doubt or lack of confidence, then let's talk. You can shoot me an email at Janelle, J-A-N-E-L-L-E at JanelleJJAI.com with three times at work for you and we'll set up a call, or you can jump on my scheduling link in the show notes. Either way, I'm here to help. Now, go start looking at those thoughts, seeing what you see, and have a great weekend.